Okay. I mean, no, it's gonna be chill. Welcome to another episode of Pillow Talk. Um, today, I have another very special guest, Selena. Um, for those of you who don't know, she is my uh, uni classmate, I guess, unit mate. Um, <laughs> and we met at the in in UK. Um, yeah, have, have been really good friends since. Um, but I guess because our, you know, life experiences happen to align quite a bit um, over the past year or so, um, we have shared quite a lot of similar experiences in life, and you can call it crisis. Um, I don't know if it's midlife yet, but it's definitely crisis. Um, and um, she took a year out to go to Thailand, and which I guess she will talk a bit more about later. Um, but anyway, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Yeah. I'm currently in Jen and yeah, just sort of in transit, spending some time with my family and preparing my trip tomorrow to go to Bali in China. Oh, it's tomorrow. Oh my God. So soon. Have you packed? Yeah. I'm not yet, but... I mean, I can pack in one hour. It's fine. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How long is the flight? Um, I think it's just two hours. It's very easy. Oh, okay. And you don't have to quarantine all over again, right? So. Yeah, that's good. So I guess, like, how how are you finding quarantine life and how do you cope so far I mean you quarantined twice once you, you got back from Thailand to Hong Kong and like once going back from Hong Kong to Shenzhen so how like how did you sort of mentally cope with that I mean in terms of how I wouldn't say I have the best coping methods in a way Mm -hmm. um, I just try to cope with it, but I would say the first time when I went back to Hong Kong from Thailand, it was quite difficult. Yeah. I was in Airbnb, staying in a strange place, didn't really have family around to help me out, and it was a really big drastic change. I mean, I was very free in this beautiful tropical island with my friends. Yeah. Suddenly, I was alone in quite a small, confined space and also a strange space. And I would say I try my best to cope with it um, just through Netflix and trying to be positive, doing some yoga, meditation, and workout every day. But also, I just had a bike accident right before I leave Thailand. Oh, yeah. So it was for me to physically go around and do exercise but I would say in another way that um, even though I couldn't say I enjoyed the time but it showed me 
a lot of parts in myself that was overlooked before. Mm -hmm. uh, for example, I realized loneliness is a big part that I never really faced before in my life. I grew up quite independently and always thought I could take care of myself very well, which is true on a certain extent, but I would say it's more on the physical side and mentally. Um, I think I've always told myself that I don't need other people, which is not true. Yeah. Um, and through this time, it forced me to really look into myself and to see that I crave interaction, I crave um, being close to the people I love, I want attention from other people, I want people to care for me. Um, and that's somehow hard to face because yeah. in a way, that I'm more vulnerable than I'd like to admit. Yeah. And and that's that's hard for me to like really see it and really accept. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the case for everyone. Like because we I guess um in life I guess there's so many distractions and I think I think without this whole quarantine situation like you know everyone would just go about their daily business and you won't really have the luxury of time to like actually understand yourself I think um, that was the sort of I think that's also one of the hardest things to face as well because you know you have so many preconceptions of you know who you are and you're supposed to be strong and you're supposed to be like bulletproof and all that but um, there are also a lot of things that um, we need as human beings, like just just the fact that you know um, you know you need your friends' support or your family's support. I think um, issues like mental health definitely um, are a lot more relevant these days because of that, these situations. You know, um, so it's it's definitely good to have this time, but um, to like you know reflect on yourself and. Um, try to figure out what's going on inside but I also know that like other than like meditation and stuff like you you started quite a lot of like personal projects like um, in Thailand you mentioned like you started taking up photography for like um, taking portraits of your friends and um, doing similar interviews with them to like understand more about them and their lives and their stories and stuff like what do you think inspired you to like do that in the first place? Yeah, first of all, I think I'm in a very special time of my life. Well, every time of our life is special, but right mm -hmm. now I can really feel myself in a transition period. I will say I grew up quite traditionally in a way. I've always went to like good school, good university, sort of going along quite smooth yeah. and oriented life path. And although I study architecture and I love architecture, but I think there is a point that everything sort of became routine. And I have a general idea of what I want, but not, not very specifically. It's like I have an idea of, okay, I want to do architecture, I want to be creative. Um, but like how and why, mm -hmm. I, it wasn't very clear for me. 
And I guess during this time, I transitioned to just doing things and having thoughts in the back of my mind, going to consciously trying to seek answers and trying to understand things and to start to begin, begin this like seeking request, I guess, um, seeking quest intentionally because I've met a lot of really interesting people in Thailand and people lived in all kinds of ways that's really different from the people I've met before. Right. I mean, I'm fortunate to work in a middle-class family and have quite stable financial support. And in my whole life, I've been surrounding by, surrounded by people that have similar family background. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the island Kopangan, I've met people that maybe have a lot of fortune and also people who have nothing. People that are happy no matter how much they have or people that are not happy. Also, even if they have a lot or have nothing. Yeah. But it's just such a broader and diverse living style that just really broadened my eyesight to see that, okay, there are a lot of different ways of living. Which is something I guess everyone know, but um, we know this intentionally, but we don't really incorporate it in our heart mm. or like emotionally in a way that we don't fully understand it. And after meeting them, I just became very curious about their mindset. Um, for example, I have this friend, he barely has any money, I would say. But he's quite content and quite happy, and he has this very strong belief and confidence that everything will work out fine. And everything does work out fine for him, and he's incredibly happy. Um, and that's just one example of the people I've met. So I wanted to interview them. I want to photograph them to understand them more and also to put it in a physical form. Yeah. There's a power of putting your thoughts and your concept into something physical because it sort of becomes a, a product. Maybe not product, but to have a volume in the physical world, it transforms them to something concrete. And that's what I've wanted to do. And I guess also through photography, it helps me to filter out the things I see because eyes, our eyes is everything. Yeah. And sometimes I know I'm interested in certain things, but I guess it's the same thing, putting the things I see in some in, in a concrete form and that transform the things I see as well and also help me, help me to filter out the things I see and to make me understand why I'm interested in certain things. So it's like a life teacher in some other way. Yeah. Yeah, I think like... Well, no doubt your experience in Thailand has been like, you know, I guess quite life-changing. I mean, um, you took a break from school because of, um, you know, I guess tra traumatic events. Um, how, how do you think, I mean, in general, I know like there's like tons of things that we talked about before that um, you think has changed your life, but what... Um, how would you think that your experience there in a year really, you know, changed your perspective 
or change you as a person? Because you also mentioned to me before, like, you know, before you went to Thailand, you, you felt like you were a completely different person as if, you know, if you were look, to look back exactly a year, a year from now, I guess, like ago in the past, um, what do you think has changed the most about you? Well, what changed the most? That's quite hard to pinpoint. But I would say, what changed the most is that, well, in a more general term, my perception of things has changed. And with that, what I mean is, I saw a lot of things I've overlooked before, mm -hmm. and. I've learned new ways of looking at the same thing. I mean, it's a quite abstract way of saying yeah. things. For example, I begin to I began to see my conditioning from the society, from the family, which I wasn't aware of before. Um, I thought, okay, I grew up this way, and this is me. I am scientific, logical, yeah, yeah, yeah. smart, whatever, and I assume that is all me. But I realized that no, a part is you, but a part, it's like an onion. Maybe in the middle is the core of me, my true self. But as we grow up in a society and also with parents, with friends, um, we're getting a lot of information from them. And there's a layer of our family value that wraps around us and maybe our friends' opinion and also society's opinion. And layer by layer, they form who we are now. But this wrapping process is quite unconscious in a way. We don't know they, we don't know they are there. Yeah, yeah. By seeing them, then you can start to make a conscious choice of: Is this who I am? Do I agree with the value that a society has put on me, or my family, or my friends? And you can see that, okay, that's not really what I align to or what I like. Yeah. But from that on, you can make a decision of keeping them or peeling them off. Yeah. And by doing that, it also broaden my, broaden my eyesight when I'm viewing other people. I start to judge them less and to realize that... Um, Everyone is who they are because of numerous reasons. Nobody is completely good or completely bad. And the way they act always have some sort of reason behind from the society, from their experiences. Um, so now I know that the world is not black and white. It's a spectrum of many things together. So I can't judge things and say, this is good or this is bad anymore. And it also made me realize that everything is good and bad or everything is not good nor bad. Everything is neutral. It really depends on the ways you look at them. Yep. And that's really, yeah, really changed everything for me um, in, many, in many aspects. Um, like you've said, I was in quite a depressed mode before. That's why I took my gap year. And at that point of my life, I only see the negative side. I didn't see anything positive. Um, 
and I saw trauma as something that was unfair and I took a lot of self-pity on myself. But now I'm starting to see those experiences as lessons and to see the part I was struggling, but also see how much I've grown and how much I've learned through those experiences. I mean, it's still hard for me. Um, yeah. I'm just starting on this, I can say maybe like this path of healing. But um, I can definitely feel myself becoming more calm, less judgmental, and much more positive. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, you mentioned like the process or the journey, I guess, of self-healing. I guess um, a lot of people may find that very abstract, um, including myself. Um, pretty much like a few months ago, I, you know, I uh, like throughout that whole process in the hospital, um, you know, catching COVID and uh, coming back home from UK, you know, suddenly losing touch with, you know, the, my friends there and all that. I think, I mean, these, I guess un, you can call them unfortunate events, but um, they're also meant to sort of, um, I think, teach you something in the end. Uh, it definitely made me sort of more aware of, um, what I found most important in my life. Because, um, you know, once, once norm, the idea of normal life doesn't exist, like you, you know, you, you lose touch with your friends or your loved ones. And then, you know, once those basic things are just sort of taken away from you um, under these... Um, circumstances you're forced to really reflect on what what matters to you the most and I think um, it's through these hard times that we really get to know ourselves and get to understand more about um, what matters to us most uh, and so I guess the, the first step from meeting these challenges is to you know have a have a have an open mind and just try to stay as connected to yourself as possible i think and um that's that's really when i got into meditation i think um i when i spent the 28 days in the hospital um you know there was really no one that could help me um i mean i could skype my my friends or my my parents but um you know it's it's like you're in it alone basically and it felt that way at least and um you really had to be the one to sort of deal with your own emotions and your own um demons inside and your struggles and getting that distance from meditating was like so so important um throughout this process that i've been through and i'm sure it has for you as well and it's 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 not a process that you know it's like okay like you there comes a point where you stop doing it i think it's like a constant process of trying to um, understand more about yourself and your feelings and um you know those 
when you when you can sit with those um, fears that you have inside um, with silence, then I think by just by like observing it without any sort of um, feelings attached, I think that that is like a sign that you have truly sort of um, not really overcome, but like it's just like you're less affected by it. I feel like there's, I don't, like, I don't really personally believe that there's a point where, you know, all, all our fears go away and, like, you just, you're, like, invulnerable because I feel like everyone is vulnerable to a certain extent. Um, but it's just about accepting those, those weak, I guess, those weaknesses that you have um, and just being aware of it and being able to sit with it is, like, I mean, it sounds really simple, but it's like super, super challenging. And I think it's like a, it's like a practice that we have to do like constantly to remind ourselves um, and try to strengthen ourselves and our minds when we face these challenges in life. Um, so yeah, like I guess your experience in Thailand, um, you've learned so many things uh, like Reiki, um, and of course, meditation, breathing techniques and things like that. Is there like one thing that sort of like really stood out to you um, in, in all the things that you've sort of touched upon? I'm not sure if I can pick but one thing. Mm -hmm. I think just a reflection of what you said that um, I think the society puts so much positive or negative connotation on certain things. Yeah. Like when we talk about vulnerability and we mark them as weakness, as something negative and successful or being independent, being very driven was is marked as something positive. And I think in consequence, when we are feeling alone or vulnerable, then we become sort of a bit shameful of asking for help or even just to acknowledge and nice to ourselves. Yeah. And I would say, for example, like Reiki, meditation, breathing techniques, yoga, and a lot, a lot of different forms of healing techniques. They are all techniques. Um, it's really hard for me to pinpoint because I learned a lot of different methods altogether and I was talking yeah. to many different people views. I will say that maybe I'm going a little bit off topic. I don't know where I'm at, where I am now. Okay. Um, but what I want to say it was like a big classroom for me to see, oh my God, there are just so many different techniques. And I try a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And throughout this period of time, um, I definitely filter more and more and stick with a few techniques. I would say meditation, yoga. Um, but there are a physical way of daily practice. Well, I guess what I also a mental way of daily practice. Um, 
is that after I become more conscious of these conditionings and become more focused on my thoughts, that I'm able to identify my thoughts and identify my emotions when they pop up and not overlook them. And I would say that is much more, that might be the most important techniques that I have. Yeah. But I don't really know that how that, um, because it's not really like a scientific yeah. or like a conclusion that, okay, A plus B equals to C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Equals to being aware of yourself. Mm -hmm. I think everyone, um, there are also numerous books I've read, um, and I think all of them um, contributed to where I am now. Yeah. Where I'm going to be in the future. I mean, I feel like I just opened a new door and I'm still just seeing a small part of it, and the, the world is like vast, it's like a universe, it's endless. Um, but I'm glad I'm on this path. I've opened this door. I'm not blocking anything away anymore. Um, I would say, well, going back to the topic, maybe physically, maybe on a physical practice form, meditation works from the best. But again, I think it also really depends on everybody and how they work there's no one method for everybody all yeah, these yeah. methods are different um specialties and you also don't have to stick with one you can try a lot of different ones and maybe depends on the events you have um throughout different periods of your life you might find yourself preferring one method over the other and I think they are all fine but what's the most important thing is to be conscious of ourselves be conscious of our thoughts and emotions and I think everyone can just try out what way works for them and yeah <laughs> I don't know where I am now yeah I think that's that's a really good message to you know throw out there especially now um, you know, when the world is in such a messed up state, um, you know, like, doesn't matter if it's politics or, like, just, like, I think the human race in general is, like, a bit messed up um, these days. Um, that, you know, it's, it's always good to be aware of those emotions that we have inside and accepting, be accepting of those and not try to you know hide it away or like try to deny it because i think at the end of the day like like those emotions that you try to um put in a corner i think they build up you know it's just that um you know you might think that oh i'm over it or like you know especially guys who who just go like okay like i like i'm macho and i don't i don't cry and i don't you know i don't i don't need a hug but, you know, we're still human and I think it's okay to, to just admit that, you know, I feel weak and I think showing signs of vulnerability and just being honest to yourself and your emotions is like something that's so liberating and so powerful. Um, and I think until, you know, you really accept that about yourself, allowing yourself to have those emotions other than like, 
trying to, you know, um, back away from it or um, shy away from it, that you really sort of um, free yourself from a lot of the unnecessary uh, suffering, mental suffering that you go through or this sort of like back and forth situation that, you know, you feel weak on one hand, but you can't really accept that you feel weak. So you're just in a constant battle, I think. Um, that that can be like sort of handled um, quite well, I guess, through the process of meditation and um, just being with yourself and um, sitting with those emotions in in an honest and open-minded way. So um, that's that's a really really good message to sort of put out there. And do you have any sort of um, last messages you want to send to like the audience or like your friends i'm sure like a lot of a people will be watching this so like do you want to say anything to them or? yeah i guess um maybe not a last message I'm not yeah like, sure <laughs> i think going back to not identify anything as black and white for yeah. example uh, i think many of us can see the current pandemic as something messed up or something not good but on the other hand it's also I mean it's turbulence it's mm. uncertainty but uncertainty in another way also means change and the chance of something new to come it means um, breaking the old habit yeah and for something new to come and during these transitions I think of course we feel sort of sense of loss and not really knowing what's going on because our stability has been broken and i think as humans natural for us to find something stable to feel like we're safe in safe hands yeah um we can always view it in another way as something exciting because it means something um unprecedented unprecedented or something that hasn't been here before have a chance to come forward and with um, the politi political turbulence and economical turbulence also means that there can be a new reform, a positive change coming. And I guess, well, my message is that um, maybe when you feel like you're emotionally draining or feeling like there's no light ahead, feeling like you're in a completely dark space, just know that there's no complete darkness. It's like a coin has two sides. Um, when you feel like you're in complete darkness, you're just seeing one side of the coin. And if you just flip it, um, then you can see another side. And that really goes for everything in life. I truly believe in that. And yeah, that's my last message, I guess. Yeah, that's amazing. I think I think everyone can just take that and you know run with it at this point. It's like that's that's super super like important and um super happy to have you, Selena. It was such much fun um, talking yeah. to you and hope everyone is well who's watching, um, sending positive vibes to all of you. And, I love my uh, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>